tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. We are recording. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Monday Night Horror is proud to bring to you. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I don't feel like doing it, Michael. Don't make Michael. me, Michael. Please, Michael. 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 Bob. Bob Shabab. <laughs> all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we decided to do some Christmas stuff here, and so we went on Shutter and we watched the awful. Awful, awful, awful movie, Red Christmas. Oh, so um, awful. Oh, so, so very terrible. So very not ants. No, no, it was so unant-like. No ants in sight for Bobby. <laughs> so now we're going to watch, which it's kind of bad, but I, I don't know, there's part of me that likes it. Uh, I think I think the thing with Chris Red Christmas was that it was really bad, but it was also a modern movie. I can yeah. I can tolerate an '80s movie that's bad just because it's an '80s movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have a little more tolerance. Yeah, and I don't know. There's like this. I, I don't know. It's like the '80s movies that are bad. They're they're so bad they're good. They're modern campy. movies. Yes, modern movies are just so bad they're terrible. Because the modern movies are like. You can tell they're trying really hard to make it serious. Yeah. But then you have, like, Friar Tuck, <laughs> you know, attacking a Down Syndrome kid. Yes. And then the mom just running everywhere. Mom hanging herself with a boat anchor. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I've already tried to block the movie <laughs> Blocked out. out most of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. You, unfortunately, watched it twice. I did, yeah. That is insane. So... But uh, anyway, this week or day, I, I don't know how we're releasing the Christmas stuff. I really don't care. Um, we're doing Christmas Evil, and we're watching on Shutter. 1980. It's a, it's a great. I I like this movie. It's it's corny, but at the same time, it's kind of good. And the ending is absolutely fantastic. It is probably. <laughs> the most out-of-left-field ending I have ever seen in a movie, ever, ever. Yeah, I agree. I have never had an ending of a movie make me, like, just jaw drop, eyes wide. Like, when we watched this, we watched this for the first time this year in March, actually. Uh, yep. March 2020, we watched this. And that ending... I, I had the ending pegged. I was like, oh, well, this is what's going to happen. You know, like, you could kind of figure out what's going to happen. But no way in hell would I have ever, ever guessed that they were going to do what they did. Right. Um, it's even, got, even the description of the movie here says uh, yes. a jaw-dropping finale you won't see coming. Yep. Uh, it says it's a Christmas horror fable that John Wader Waters called the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Oh, I don't know that I'd go that far. Neither, neither would I, but it's, I think it's really good. So, uh, without any further ado, because we have already a dude far enough, um, let's hit play now. Play now. Serenity now. <laughs> 
The tagline is, you better watch out. Yes, which is another movie. You better watch out. That's another awful Christmas movie, Deadly Games. Yes. So we open up. It's Christmas 1947. And it's such a it's a great Oh, let's turn that audio down. And all through the house. There we go. How's that, Mike? You hear it? You can it? turn it up a little bit. More? A little more. That's good. Okay. So it's nineteen forty seven. There's children waiting for Santa Claus and lo and behold. Down from the chimney comes old Saint Nick. Boy, is he old. He is very old and very thin. Very thin for Santa Claus. It's like Don Knotts. Yes. <laughs> he looks he looks bewildered. Yep. And is that is that mom and son? Yes, I believe so. Watching? Yeah. Two sons actually. Two sons. Okay. Yes. One of them looked like they were wearing lipstick. Yes. Oh, mom and two sons. Yes. Okay. Not two moms and a son. <laughs> it's one of those families. <laughs> oh, ooh, hey. So so Santa is now, he's eating and drinking. They left a bowl for him to wash his hands, and it's not cookies and milk. They left out, like, bread and gravy or something. Oysters and mustard. <laughs> I, I don't even know. <laughs> it's like buttered bread. It's all Santa gets around here. So Santa drinks lovingly. There's a soap dish. This is... is, I wonder if that was like a thing in the 40s. If that's what you did. You leave out the the bowl for Santa to wash his hands? Leave out soap. Well, I mean, he's coming down the chimney. He's covered in soot. You leave out the bowl for Santa to anoint his feet. Yes. Oh, kids making noise. Santa sees them. And it's on like motherfucking Donkey Kong now. Oh, yeah. Santa oh, leaves. Back up the chimney. That's it. Dropped off a couple presents, and the family disappears. That was weird. Yeah, they so swear I, it was their father. Yeah, and I, I always took it that way, too. Like, Mom and Dad had arranged it. Yeah. But um, how, how does he get sucked up the chimney like that? Oh, I don't know. Right, and then one of the sons decides to go back downstairs to investigate, I guess. That's it, yes. He's into investigative journalism. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes down the stairs and much like much like the uh the song I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus, it's Santa Claus giving mommy oral sex. Yep. I saw Santa face fucking mother. <laughs> God damn it. I have to pause because my job's calling. Hold on. Of course. Hold on. Hello? What's going on? Okay. So what? Yes. Behave. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we, 
Yeah, they would fill the they would fill the water for the residents there. I know some residents would get water themselves, like Martin. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I guess we wouldn't need it. I mean, obviously, the aids just if if you're okay with the the non convenience of a water cooler. It doesn't. It, to me, yeah. To me, I, I don't think we need it because we have a water dispenser and ice dispenser now in the, uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I, I wasn't asleep, but okay. <laughs> Bye. Michael. Yes. I have returned, Michael. Okay. So, uh, however you want to edit that. <laughs> oh, I may not at all. Okay. Well, then we're going to. Where where are we paused? We were paused at 3.23. So now we're going to hit play at 3.23. Now. So this little boy is now watching Santa grope his mother. It's a little more than that. Oh. Yeah, we're getting there. Oh, yeah, this is getting hot now. (laughs) It's, and it's... What I do like about that scene, though, is, like, if it's, obviously, if it's husband and wife, it's something that's just so, I don't want to say natural, but it's pretty natural. Like, oh, whatever, you're dressed up like Santa, like, oh, you know, oh, here, come here, Mrs. Claus. And you assume that the kids are asleep in bed, so you're just, you know, you're touching your wife and rubbing your wife's leg and you know, mm-hmm. and your fucking kid sees and now he's fucking traumatized. Now he's traumatized for life and he's going to become it. a serial killer. And he smashes his fucking snow globe because fuck Santa Claus. <laughs> fuck Christmas. Now I'm going to take this fucking knife or the shard of glass. I'm going to cut myself. <laughs> Mom, mom is thoroughly enjoying whatever Santa's doing. Yes, Inher- she is. And the little boy starts bleeding on the uh, the snow globe, and that's it. Movie's he, over. He took that kind of <laughs> hard. Yeah. See, the movie's called "You Better Watch Out." <laughs> yeah. But but on that's this is the one that has two titles, not 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 Deadly Games. So. so this is You Better Watch Out and Christmas Evil. And Christmas Evil, yes. Oh, Corky O'Hara edited this. Oh, no wonder it's done so well. Yeah, he's a master. Yep, he is. Oh, Gerald Rubenstein. Oh. Imagine that. Jew. <laughs> Imagine a Jew making an evil movie about Christmas. About Christmas, you bastard, you know. Bert Kleiner. So it's just the opening credits here. Um, yep. Nothing directed by Lewis Jackson. And now we are in the present. 
Can we open Present, up with a, yes. a man sleeping in, in a, a Santa costume? In a Santa costume. Or Santa themed pajamas, maybe? Perhaps, yes. He's got a Santa alarm clock. The alarm clock is massive. It's the entire size of the fucking nightstand. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it's Santa themed pajamas. Mm. <laughs> Plus Santa hat. <laughs> Plus hat. Oh, yeah. So he wakes up, he turns on his record. Gotta do his calisthenics. Yes, to Christmas music. <laughs> I like I like his bedroom setup, where like the doorway to his bedroom is just a very large archway. Yeah, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish my house was like that. So he's dancing around. He's got weird porcelain dolls, and then he's got a whole Santa corner. Yeah. The calendar on the wall said 55 days until Christmas. 55 days until Christmas, until Christmas, until Christmas. God, I had a stroke there. What was that? It was Halloween 3. It was Silver Shamrock, right? That's what I thought. (laughs) There, so don't fucking ask. Don't fucking ask. (laughs) It was like a completely different tune. (laughs) 55 days till Christmas, till Christmas, till Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, we now have this gentleman putting shaving cream on it, on his face, obviously to shave, and and he's acting like a loon in the mirror. He's acting like a child in the mirror. Yes. Let's hope and Michael just, Myers doesn't come through the mirror. And he just cut himself because he was dancing with the razor blade way too close to his face. And he's having flashbacks, so... Leads us to believe he's the child. Yes. So there we go. So now we have established that this man who loves Christmas is the same boy who smashed his snow globe because Santa was molesting his mother. Yep. So I think he's pretending to have a pot belly here like Santa. Yes. It just comes off as he's like trying to pretend he's pregnant. (laughs) Got like the big lump and he's got his hands resting on it. It was a bowl full of jelly, goddammit. <laughs> so now he's spying on his neighbors. Honestly, like, I could probably put this into, like, regular rotation of, like, Christmas movies I would watch every year. Mm-hmm. I really like this fucking movie. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's, I don't think it's bad at all. It's, so he's it's just bad children. enough. Yeah. Scotty Goodrich. It's kind of like Sleepaway Camp Bad. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly like Sleepaway Camp Bad. Mm hmm. Susie Lovett. Susie Lovett. Such a sweet baby. His hands are all dirty. I know. He's all fucking beat up. Oscar Garcia. Oh. Oh. So he's watching the kids next door, and there was a kid who was, one kid was taking out the garbage, one kid was playing with her doll, another kid was cutting out pictures of naked women from a magazine. Yeah. (laughs) And he quickly runs inside, and he has a book of all the children in the neighborhood. And he is keeping track of what good and bad things are doing. So he is... Trying to be Santa Claus. Picked his nose, pulled Sally's hair. Yeah, let's pause. I just yeah. want to read. I just want to read. Pause at nine forty nine. 
So this kid used profane language, uh, picks his nose, pulled Sally's hair, used profane language again. Crosses against up, the light. Gets up late every day and kicks over garbage cans. What a scumbag. And now he now, has impure thoughts. Yes. I, we should have paused on the other ones, too. Well, we're paused at 949. I'm just going to fucking scroll back a little bit and see if we can see what other kids do. Nope. Looks like I'm not going to be able to. I just wanted to see what, 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 he, what he writes down for the other children. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So we're still paused at 949, folks, but I, I backed up. So another kid... Moss, Moss Garcia, Moss Garcia throws he rocks at dogs. At dog. <laughs> he jaywalks, <laughs> oh, that bastard. son of a bitch. He wrote graffiti. He smokes cigarettes. He litters in the street. Crosses again. Oh, it's this kid. It's this kid, okay. So there we go. That's this also is the top of the does. page. Yeah, he's a little son of a bitch kid. All right, so let's see. What We're, we're at 949, so everybody can get ready to hit play. Now. Negative. Body. Body. Hygiene. So he's a dirty boy. Oh. And he has the books, and they're all labeled by year. Yeah, so he's been doing this a long time. Pause. So he's been doing this for years. Uh, So he has a good book and a bad book. We're paused at 1010. And he opens up the good book, and Don Dixon helps chop wood and helps mow lawn and rake leaves, helps do the shopping, gave Johnny his last candy, oh, he studies, studies eagerly, goes to bed early, is cheery in the morning, gets the newspaper, plays with the dog, and never plays too rough. With the dog. Yes. Good job, Don Dixon. All right, play 1010 <laughs> now. We've got Joe Forenza. Washes the car. Well, these little kids do a lot. They do. And Judy Lovett has never done anything good in in all of 1980 until now. And she is just a darling. Just a darling. So he's <laughs> got a what... thing for her. Oh, yes. Jolly Dream. Jolly Dream, which is a factory. It's a, a toy, toy factory. factory. And this is where our nut works. Yes. Yeah, we don't have a name for our nut yet, I don't think. Um, no, I don't think na- anybody's referred to him by name no. yet. His name is Harry, but nobody has spoken to him yet. Harry Nut. Harry Nut. Santa's Harry Nut. That's, that's what they call him. These are awful toys. They're terrible toys. So Harry's like a supervisor, it looks like. He doesn't look like a line worker. Yeah, he's he's white collar. Yes. But I bet you got kids, right? Two. Don't you understand how useful, rigidly constructed toys are? How inspirational? Their value goes way beyond making money. Any word who's getting laid off in January, Harry? So Harry's talking about how important toys are for children, and the workers just care about 
work. Right. Yeah, they want to know who's getting laid off. Who's going to get laid off, and, and Harry's really about, you know, making sure that you've got a passion for toy making. Yeah. So a fucking fisherman walks in now. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. A dock worker. How you doing? Hey, that looks great. Let me have a bite, will you, Harry? So this this fisherman comes in and just starts eating Harry's lunch out of his hand. <laughs> Let me have a bite of that, Harry. He kind of looks like uh like Uncle Joey from Full House. Yeah, maybe a little bit plumper, Uncle Joey. And this guy looks familiar too, right here. I I can't place where I fucking know him now. I think I, I, I'm. We're gonna pause. We're paused at twelve fifty. The guy who I'm referring to, he's kind of like a a doofy looking line worker. Mm-hmm. I believe, I believe he's the teacher in the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, okay. So we're going to play, and Mike's going to take over some commentary here, and I am going to look that up. Okay. So it's a it's a toy factory, but it's like an assembly line factory. Yes. Like there, oh, yeah. there's actual guys standing in a line putting these toys together by hand. But it's not even putting the toys together. Like the toys are coming out, and they're putting the little plastic gun in its hand. The toys are like molded plastic. Yes. Yeah, they're not actual parts. They're They're like... Stormtrooper soldiers carrying lightning bolt rifles. Alright, so now they're going to put Harry on the line. Gotta put Harry on the line. Be on camera? Have a nice weekend. Thanks. You have a good time tonight. Harry's going to work the, the overnight on the line. Poor Harry. And uh, they're beyond soldiers now. They're putting together, it looks like, guns? ray guns. Yeah, some type of gun. But everybody's putting the same part onto a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very odd. If it's not a jolly dream, I can't read the rest of the Santa poster. <laughs> so the bell rings and the next shift of workers come out. Really trying to find this. And now they're putting together motorcycles. But all they're doing is snapping the little rider onto it. That's it. But it's not him. It's, at least he's not credited. Oh, okay. I, I just looked it up. But he looks very familiar to me. That's what it yeah. looks like to me. So, yeah, they look like they're assembling the, uh, like, uh, an evil Knievel action figure. Yeah. Harry leaves by himself. Nobody talks to him. No, Harry's a real outcast. Yes. Oh, 
Like how Harry doesn't have anything with him. Yeah, he doesn't go to work with a bag or anything. Or a lunchbox or a briefcase or anything. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. He just leaves. He shows up empty-handed, leaves empty-handed. Yeah. So Harry walks to the, it's like the local pub, the Odd Couple Lounge, it's called. Yeah. So the local watering hole. And he just looks through the window. He doesn't go in. He's just being weird. So the guys from work are all there. Oh, the fisherman's in there. Yep. Ah, and the fisherman made that schmuck Harry work for him tonight. Yeah. Yeah, the fisherman told him he had something going on. So he needed Harry to take over the line tonight. So Harry did. And the fucking fisherman was just one to get smashed at the odd couple lounge. Yeah. Harry runs home irate yep. and vibrates <laughs> on his sofa. He's having some kind of fit. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, right here, like, this is the first instance that you get where Harry's a little unstable. Well, aside from him, you know, watching children with the binoculars. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now it says days till Christmas 28. Oh, so we're, we're flying right through time here. That's it. So Harry seems to be having a hard time dealing with the fact that somebody lied to him. And he picks up a little doll, little boy doll, out of the dollhouse. Just yes, Harry has a dollhouse. Yes, of course he does. What grown man doesn't? <laughs> I have three. Oh, three? When did you get the third one? I built it today. Oh. This morning. Wow. Out of trash cans, hot glue, <laughs> and human hair. <laughs> so it's kind of a long, long scene here. Harry's just humming, but he's growing ever more violent with the little doll and he's crushing the doll in his hands as if he's trying to strangle it. Oh, he violently hums Santa Claus is coming to town. Is that what it is? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is violently humming. It's very, very aggressive humming. I couldn't even tell what the song was. Now we're going to Stadling. Naturally. Harry's jacket is very tight. Look at it, like, hug his ass. (laughs) So now we're outside of his house, his childhood home. Because it's the same house from 1947. And he's looking through the window here now, and he's watching two children beat up a grown man. I I believe (laughs) that's his brother, Yes, I, I think so. His brother Which, and his brother's kids. Yeah. Those would be his nephews. His nieces. <laughs> That's his niece. The grown woman. Yeah. So Harry just gawks through the window. And the, the wife is now slowly approaching the husband. And Harry's going to lose his mind because he's going to start sniffing her crotch. <laughs> So they start having, yep, they start having sex on the couch, and Harry's having flashbacks of Christmas, 1947. Yep. 
it's a very quiet movie. I don't remember it being this like there's very little dialogue that has happened. Yeah. Okay. So little tidbit here. Oh, there's a underdog, right? Yeah. The Macy's um, Thanksgiving Day Parade. So uh, all the fake snow in this movie was cut up pieces of plastic bags blown around by a fan. Oh, that's that's great for the environment. I was just gonna say that's. <laughs> <laughs> but but your plastic bag at, at the grocery store that's that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. It wasn't that. That's what they did for fake snow in the fucking eighties. <laughs> So Harry's in heaven, watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade, on his couch, eating cereal. We cut scene to his brother and his brother's wife. Brother's pretty fit. Yeah, very fit. His his brother his brother looks like Dollar General uh, Robert De Niro. A la, yeah, yeah, a la he does. Taxi or something, you know. Yep. A young De Niro. It looks like they're going to go at it again. That's it. They're they got yep. no time. No time. That's all they want to do is just fuck. His wife's pretty. Yeah. Oh, I want you to do something for me today. She says. Director Lewis Jackson came up with the basic idea for this film after getting high one night during the 70s and seeing a vision of Santa Claus holding a knife. Oh. Well, he makes his mistakes. So what? So I think she wants him to invite his brother over for Christmas. And he, and he doesn't want to. Right, and I don't blame him. Yeah, he knows his brother better than anybody else, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, that's family, that's family. Now, I've been there. Uh, my brother is an absolute scumbag of a human being, and I've written him off. But my second wife and my third wife both talked me into allowing him back into my life, and he screwed me over again both times. So I totally side with the brother on this. Like, nope. Yeah, yeah, nope. me my too. Brother's, my brother's a weirdo. My brother's not a good person. I don't want him around the kids. Yeah. Hello? Harry, aren't you on your way over here? I'm not going to make it over for dinner, Phil. You're not going to make it? What so his name's about? Harry. His brother's name is Phil. I got other plans. Since when? And Harry's now canceling on his brother. Yeah, canceling. Uh, I guess he was going over for Thanksgiving. When he said, I have other plans, and Harry is literally sitting on the couch in a bathrobe watching the parade. Yep. And Harry's too. What, uh, what Harry's, Harry's planning on doing tonight? Nothing. But he's too preoccupied looking at Santa Claus at the parade to talk to his brother on the phone. <laughs> Would you turn that down? Turn that down. It's not loud. I should turn down the fucking television, you little shit. Wish Jackie and the kids a happy Thanksgiving. Harry's sick. That's it. Harry just, Harry just wants to be left alone. Yep. With his sharp television. 
Yes. Wow. Though it was though it was the success of Halloween 1978 that ultimately allowed this film to be made, it was actually written earlier. Accordingly, Lewis Jackson does not consider this film to be a slasher, but rather a film that has more in common with Frankenstein, 1931. Looks like Gerald Briscoe there. Oh, I thought he looked like the fucking Quaker Oats man. <laughs> well, Gerald Briscoe <laughs> in the Quaker Oats wig. Oh, gotcha. There you go. <laughs> He looks like another man dressed like another man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't con- really consider this a slasher. No, it's a. Um, I don't really consider it a Frankenstein movie either. No, I don't know how that would. I don't know how that would be. So we've got scenes of Harry making a uh, making a Santa Claus costume, and he was patting his thigh with. Uh, some foam or something. Yeah. So this is what Harry had planned tonight. He just needed to... He couldn't hang out. He had to make a Santa Claus costume. Yeah. And he's, he's really doing it. He's stitching and everything. Yep. Cutting a fur coat to pieces. <laughs> Sniffing it. <laughs> Caressing it. Cradling it ever so gently. He's got the... He's got the needle ball on his wrist, yeah, like a like a seamstress. Yeah, <laughs> Harry's the real fucking deal. He is. He goes all out. Three Santa suits were used in this film. Two of them were stolen early in the production of the movie. <laughs> Boy, look at those mannequins! Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. The music here is great. It was very, very, like, dismal. It was supposed yeah. to be cheery, but it really wasn't. Yeah. John Wesley. In the background John. here, if you look, Harry's got, like, all the doll heads. Yeah. With weird makeup on them. Yeah, he's like, they all look angry or, like, trannies. Yeah. Robot right, so Santa Claus. He's painting his van. To, to turn it into a, quote-unquote, sleigh. Yeah. And he's memorizing place. now. He's quizzing himself on what the good children want for Christmas. Yeah. Yep, he's memorizing it. He's actually going to make Santa real. Oh, there. See, somebody acknowledges. Susie, you look so beautiful. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was super magic. I wish I was principal, so I could throw whoever I wanted out of school. And I wish I was a firefly, so I bother to take a project. Boom! Great, great. I wish I had a lifetime subscription to Penthouse Magazine. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's the wrong thing to fucking say to Harry Claus. You've done it now. <laughs> so the little, all the kids said what they want, they were, what their wishes were. Now one wanted to be a principal, one wanted to be a firefighter, and then the one kid says he wished he had a lifetime subscription to Penthouse Magazine. Yep. 
that doesn't sit well with Harry Claus. No, it doesn't. Claus, Santa Harry, Harry Santa. <laughs> Harry Santa. Whoa! I need to fucking figure out who she is. This is the film debut of Patricia Richardson. Do you know who Patricia Richardson is? Yeah, uh, Tim's wife. Yes, she's Jill Taylor in, yeah. in Home Improvement. Oh, well then we have to keep an eye out for her. Yeah. Shit. See, she's not going to be real little. I mean, it's 1980, so she's going to be... You I'd know. say probably like 25. Yeah. I wonder if it's... I wonder if it's the... Uh, I don't know, his his uh, sister-in-law. It could be. We'll have to wait for her to come back on. So Harry's now skulking around outside of a little boy's house, the penthouse boy. Yeah. The um, penthouse boy is playing with one of those motorcycles from Harry's Jolly Factory. And the ray gun. Yeah, he's got all the toys. Harry's putting mud all over his face. Naturally. Very liquidy black mud. It's like oh, he yes. put his hands in driveway tar. Yeah, I was going to say it looks like fucking tar. <laughs> and he mushes his face and hands on the vinyl siding of the house. Make a print on the house. He kissed he kisses the house. <laughs> now he's not as dirty in this next shot as he was prior. No, he, he was, was like completely dri- he was like he was, blackface. Yeah, he was dripping. <laughs> like like a muck man. Yeah. Now, yeah, you ain't gonna be playing it. Get your goddamn coat on, you little stain. <laughs> so they come outside, Harry ducks into the bushes, his face gets cleaner and cleaner in every shot. Yeah. It's rapidly dissolving mud. And the boy sees Harry in the bushes. Yeah. Or at least he thought he did. Boss? <laughs> you get in the car? I wonder if that was Patricia Richardson there. Yeah, I was looking at her trying to yeah. see. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at everybody to, now. Yeah, like because I'm trying to I'm trying to make her fucking what, ten to fifteen years younger than I know her. Yeah. So the little boy is now walking towards the bush that uh that Harry is hiding in. Right. She's a brave little kid. Yeah, definitely. He saw a man in the bushes and now he's like, eh, fuck it, I'm gonna go over. Let's see yeah. what's going on. And the Not mother every doesn't day come. You see the, a muddy man in the bushes. The mother's just like sitting in the car waiting. Yeah. She's like, oh, this fucking kid. He's so annoying. So the kid doesn't look in the bushes. Harry is. Harry's in the bushes and goes to grab the kid. I think that's her. That is. That is her, yeah. There we go. Wow! <laughs> so, That's how you do it. Let's pause. Let's <laughs> pause for a second. 31-24. So the boy goes over to the bushes. 
He doesn't see Harry. Harry pops up from the bushes and goes to grab the child. The kid runs, and he tells his mom, I saw somebody over there. And the mom just hauls off and smacks the kid right in the fucking face. Right in the face. (laughs) And she's like, get in the car. (laughs) (laughs) And he's trying to say that he saw a man in the bushes, and she just doesn't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. All right. Uh, 31-24, play now. <laughs> so there well, that's how they did it back then. That's it. That's it, man. Just fucking swift smack in the fucking mouth. I could take any of that shit. That's it. You shut your dirty little mouth. You're a bad boy. <laughs> and deserve nothing but bad. He's got a thing for British soldiers. (laughs) Lewis Jackson, the director, shot all of the footage of the Thanksgiving Day Parade that you saw on the television. Oh, that's neat. It's not just the parade. He actually filmed it. Huh. Harry's Harry's casting something. I was going to say, silver. Yep. So... What is that? What is that? Uh, smelting, right? Is that what that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's also into metalworking. He's a seamstress, a metal worker. He's a Renaissance toy maker. Man. Yeah. Oh my god! And his toys look deranged. Yeah. So he's casting toy soldiers. Toy soldiers out of silver. Silver, tin, aluminum. Tin something. Yeah. Something. Creepy, mo- creepy monkey. Yeah. Jolly dream. Lewis Jackson, writer director, spent several years collecting all the Yuletide props seen in Harry's house. Wow. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't. Why would it take you years? Yeah. So Harry's back at work now. And I think they're having their uh, company Christmas party. Okay. Which uh, the uh, the director was a caterer. And he based the party off of his experiences as a caterer. Director sounds kind of like Harry. He just does everything. Very interesting. This movie's going to be on television soon. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's played on TMC. And it's going to be on on the 19th, the 20th, uh, a couple times on the 20th. Wow. That's interesting. Very interesting. And this is, so it has three names. It's Christmas Evil. The original title was You Better Watch Out, but it is also known as Terror in Toyland. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the writer was like, man, all of these names are really good. Let's use them all. I wonder if it was depending on the market that it was left, like released in. Like, yeah. even like in England, it's known as You Better Watch Out. Right, yeah. You know, That's usually how it is. 
Yeah. The more yeah. toys we make, <clears throat> the more we can give. So keep production up. And if you feel it in your heart, contribute some of your own money. I love how it's the the video of the like the CEO of the company or whatever, yeah. telling people to donate, and he's like sitting on a beach. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's that. It's a great, it's a cool little scene right there because like I feel the same way when you see uh, when it's like for for just less than a cup of coffee a day you can sponsor a child, and it's like Sarah McLaughlin, and I'm like. How about you sponsor the goddamn children? Like, why do you need a millionaire? Yeah. Or like, you too are like, you should donate to save starving children around the world. Meanwhile, you go to a U2 concert and they come out of a solid gold jewel encrusted egg to perform. Like, how much did that cost? Oh, it was a $200 million prop? Cool. Like, you could donate two hundred million dollars. You don't need my eighty-seven cents. Right. Bright boy in our executive training program. George and his wife are spending Christmas on the island with me. Wiseman wants him to have the grand tour, midnight mass, and all that. Hey, Harry, finish telling me about your tune. Oh, you sing too, Harry? Not exactly. See you around, Harry. So Harry's mingling with the other suits. Yes. Jealous because you're one of us now? Despair, pain, and anguish are words. Now, on the television, you're watching, like, a state hospital for retarded children, and they're naked and hungry and... The creepy guy on the TV is about to lose his hair. Yep. He wants to make a splash. He wants to study all the theories of how to run the factory. Now, I think a pure theory is getting back to basics. That film over there, it's not specific about how many toys the companies donate. That's huh. my boy here. <laughs> that campaign is his first contribution to the company. Are there enough toys for all the children in the hospital? I don't have the slightest idea how many children are in that hospital, Harry. I worked on campaign presentation. But I'll tell you something, the idea of mine is really solid. The factory can't always shoulder the whole burden. You mean you're huh. waiting for these guys to contribute? You're oh, it's great. This is a great scene. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not talking. I'm just typical, listening. Because typical it's... dirty businessman. <laughs> yep. So let's pause. It's 37.36. I'm sorry, because we were a little quiet. Um, and what's happening is Harry's talking to the guy who made the marketing campaign. And it's, we're going to donate toys to the needy children in the state hospitals. So Harry says, do you have enough toys to donate to all the children? The guy's like, I don't know. I don't know right. how many kids are there. I just worked on marketing. So it just shows that that cold, selfish act of a corporation that you, you look like you're doing good, but then behind closed doors or behind the scenes, rather, you don't give a shit. Right, exactly. And and you're asking your hardworking employees to take money out of their pocket. And Harry even says that. He said, so you're waiting for everyone here to donate money instead of having the company donate fucking money? Mm-hmm. And, and it's just really great. And where we're paused, I said, it's 37, 36. You can read all of that on Harry's face. Yeah. Yeah, like he as, just looks sick. <laughs> yeah, as goofy as this movie can be, I, again, like watching it, I'm like, it's it's 
pretty well done. Like it, it really sends a good, a good message across at times. Yeah, it does. So let's hit play at uh, thirty-seven, thirty-six now. You're worse than he is. He doesn't even know why a tune has to be played. You actually know how to play. And look what you're doing with it. That's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> so Harry starts talking about his tune. And he keeps bringing that up throughout the rest of the movie. Yes. So Harry leaves the party. He's just, he's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> now, is this, this is Christmas Eve, I believe. Is, is that it? It's Christmas Eve now? I, I think so. I don't know if it was that. God, was it? Really, was that soon that this, this everything starts happening? Maybe not. Sorry, sorry. Harry. <laughs> I mean, it very well could be. Harry's no, picking up his is. sacks. Yeah, I, I think <clears throat> you're right. Yep, because now... Yeah, cause I, I thought he shows back up to the party as Santa. He does. He does. So, Harry now has a bunch of like laundry sacks. Um, and he is stealing the toys off the assembly line. Yes, the dump trucks. The dump trucks. Uh, interesting little tidbit that the the toy, um, like the toy factory here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, where was it? I was just reading it. The toy factory Harry works at was owned by the family of the producer, Edward Pressman. So it's an actual, it was an actual toy factory. Yeah. So Harry takes all of the toys and drags them outside. The party's getting a little rowdy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You saw it in the previous scene before Harry left. Like, they're just pouring the alcohol rapidly. Yeah. Like, just spilling it all over, filling up glasses. Oh. Oh. Somebody, <laughs> and somebody takes a dive into the record player. Bastards. <laughs> it was like the only black guy at the party. Yeah, right? There's a special edition of this movie on Amazon. Wow, it's $25. To order this? For the DVD on Amazon, which is insane because I bought the two-pack of Rob Zombie's Halloween for $9. (laughs) All right, so maybe that wasn't Christmas Eve because it just showed him a second ago dragging the sacks away, and it was, like, morning. Okay. So he leaves the Christmas party... He takes his sacks out into the woods and fills them up with mud or dirt or something. Now he's back home and he's he's dressing up like Santa Claus. Yep, gluing on the beard. And he's he's it's it's like a it's it's a ha- it's like he's it's just like lunacy. Yep. Like he puts the beard on and he's just laughing and smiling and he's. He seems angry yet happy at the same time and giddy and 
He's frightened because the beard won't come off. <laughs> he's terrified. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. How do I, I use the wrong glue? It's bonded to his face. You used, you used the all the, the glue. glue on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and he just laughs maniacally. There's Rockefeller Center yep, lighting Rockefeller up the Christmas Center, tree. Yeah. Big old tree. Ice skaters. Oh, here we go. Christmas Eve. Oh, hold on. Now my job is calling again. Pause at 42.11. I'll be back. Hey, brother, what's up? Yes. Cool. Awesome. Where? It's not. They wired multiple. They wired multiple breakers together. I fucking knew it. Is it in? You have to hit all three in the electrical room, you're saying. Yep. I fucking know it. Yep. Yeah, well, we didn't fuck it. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised at all. I, I I know. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, whatever. As long as yeah, as long as he can come. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Good shit. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, you should do that. Just do that every single morning. Every morning. That's all right. But, yep. Cool. Yep, and then just, just talk to Pedro and let him, obviously, if the bells are going to ring, you just got to let everybody know that it's... Okay. Yep. Yep. So what I what I want you to, um, I mean, what we can do is you could still get everybody's signatures for that, as just like a drill. After after everything's pulled, just go around with a piece of paper and have everybody sign it. So, and then we can use it as a drill. So, all right, is that it? Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Keep me posted on the, uh, on the washer and stuff. Awesome. 
Cool. Sounds good. Yep. Keep me posted, brother. All right, man. Later. All right. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as we had said in a previous episode, uh, I'm homesick with COVID and I'm on call with my job. I kind of run the facility, uh, the whole maintenance end of it. So anytime that there's an issue, somebody's calling me to ask me questions about this, that, and the other thing. So I apologize. Uh, but anyway, we are going to play at 4211. Press play now. And it's Christmas Eve. Okay, now it's Christmas Eve. Or is it Christmas Evil? Ooh, it depends uh, what uh, country you're watching the movie in. That's right. Well, I mean, regardless, you better watch out. Oh. <laughs> I absolutely love Harry's Santa Claus costume. Yeah. I, think... I don't know if you remember it from when we watched it in March. Mm-hmm. It's great. So he Harry is dressed in, that's it, full Santa Claus, and he's got a giant kitchen knife, Michael Myers-sized kitchen knife. Yeah. And he's just untying presents and throwing them wherever. So is he in somebody's house right now? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it doesn't, it's not his apartment, because his apartment's like all hardwood floor. Harry cuts open. What the fuck? What's the name of that toy? The Suicide Racer? Suicide Racer. Yeah, those right? are those <laughs> those motorcycle riders. The motorcycle men. But Harry took them out of the box and they had no heads. Yeah. I don't know if Harry cut their heads off. But he that's must it. have. Ha- Maybe this is a naughty kid's house. So Harry is Harry broke in as a jolly prowler, <laughs> broke into somebody's house and fucked up their presents. And now he's got his white rapist van with yeah. the slave with the, <laughs> the slave van. Yeah. And now he is at the little boy's house who got smacked in the face and he rubbed his dirty face on the wall. And... The kid who got smacked in the face by Mrs. Taylor. Yes. So he's just driving around in his van being Santa Claus. Yep. And in true 80s fashion, the the time of day changes. It was just the middle of the night, like pitch black, and now the sun's coming up. Mm -hmm. Like it changes very rapidly. Yeah. But it's still nighttime. Yeah. So they they probably had to film it in lighter. Yeah, probably. And then they just darkened the film to make it feel like nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry pulls up to uh this is the the children's hospital now. Yes. And in true 1980s fashion, nobody really cares. There's no 
checkpoint. There's nothing. No, he just drives right up to the hospital. Yep, he's like, yeah, fuck it. So I'll say this, like, we're, we're halfway through the movie, and, like, the climax has started now. Like, Harry has stolen the presents. Harry's going into people's houses. Like, it's Christmas Eve. It's not yep. like this movie's going to progress through New Year's or anything. We're, we're at the, the start. Yep. So Harry rings the door. <laughs> Harry rings the doorbell at the delivery entrance because he's delivering presents for children. And you've got the oldest security guard known to man come out. <laughs> what can he do? Yeah. Oh, great. What do you think you're doing? And he's a crotchety old fuck. He is. At this hour? What are you, wacko? Do I look like I'm joking? That's a great, that's great. Do I look like I'm joking? Just very stern. I told you I'm in a hurry. How can you be so lazy and selfish? Are you blind? Who do you think you're talking to? I'm sorry. My, my approach is... Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Look. <laughs> All Harry wants to do is go inside and give presents to the children. Yeah. And he says, I only have good intentions. Which is great because he walks around with a kitchen Merry knife. Christmas. Yeah. Good holiday. Well, you wait here. Don't come inside, you understand? Uh, don't worry. I, I, I won't. So he gives the guard a present. The guard tells him to just wait outside for a minute. And Harry listens. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> they because got their air conditioners in. Because, yeah, right? <laughs> because at the heart of it, I wonder when this movie was shot. If that AC is just like a permanent fixture in the window, or like if it was literally shot in the summer. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's starting to snow. It's starting to plastic bag. It is. Merry Christmas. And and at the heart of this, like where, where most, I mean, a lot of Christmas horror movies, like they get like Santa Claus and he's he's evil, like you know, he's a killer or something. Yeah, but at the heart of this, Harry wants to be Santa Claus and just bring happiness. Right? Yeah, he's he's trying to be good. Yep. So he's outside. He's yelling "Merry Christmas." It starts snowing. And you've got a doctor and a nurse out here, and they're they're just perplexed. And Harry opens the van, and it's loaded with presents. You'd better get some of the staff. I'll wait here. Can I ask who donated all this? Some people who didn't realize how generous they could be. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, I stole it all. I stole it from the Jolly Dream Toy Factory because they're all a bunch of greedy fucks. (laughs) They've got plenty to give and they don't ever give enough, so I'm giving for them. It's like a doll hanging by its neck inside the van. Oh, nonsense. It's flying. So everybody is happy that that Harry has done this. Yep. They take all the presents for the children, and it's 
It's just great. Harry's just doing good. Harry's happy as fuck. He drives away. Yeah. He's elated to do such good. I don't have the slightest idea how many children are in that hospital, Harry. He's hearing voices. <laughs> the scumbag marketing guy from the company. Got all the people in church. I think Kane's over there on the right. Oh, and the I just I called him at last. He was in like a green and yellow plaid suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> need a we hulking, have we need Greg a Brady man. back there. Yep, Roseanne Barr dead center in the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Roseanne Barr mixed with Rosie O'Donnell. I was gonna say Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Rosie O'Barr. <laughs> Barr O'Donnell. <laughs> so Harry is now outside of the church waiting for them all to come out. Everybody comes out of the church and they're all happy to see this Santa Claus looking character. Yep. But they won't be for long. No, no, they won't. Well, Santa. Are they in England? Hello. Yeah, right. <laughs> hello, Santa you, Claus. Hello, Santa. Looks like you're in for a busy night, are you? <laughs> and they're they're now kind of shit talking Harry. Yeah, who does that? Who comes out of church and shit talks Santa Claus? So, Harry takes the toy soldier, and he stabs the guy in the fucking eye, and, and then he, he pulls also out an axe, <laughs> and he splits the dude's head open. Yep. Harry kills, looks to be three people? Yep. Yeah, three people. Harry kills the two guys that were shit-talking him, and the one guy's wife. Yeah. And the other guy's wife is... And that's it. Just drives away. Now, who were these people? They... I think the people that he killed were just churchgoers, but they were just mouthing off. Okay. And I think it's... It's that, um... It's to show you those fair-weather Christians. Like, oh, yeah, you go to church, you're a good fucking person, and then you come out of church, and no... No sooner than you're out the fucking door, you are immediately a piece of shit. Right. But that one guy standing up at the top there looked familiar. Was that his brother? The guy brother? up at the top was his boss. Oh, his boss. Okay. The fat guy on the left is the owner of the company. Yeah. So, Harry realizes that he just committed triple homicide. Yep. And is speeding away in his sleigh rape van. Yeah, he's hurrying now because he realizes his his time might be limited. Now it looks to be daylight. Yeah. It's very bright. Maybe it's just a lamp. He's just under a street light. That's it. He's like, I'll hide here. Nobody will see me. Uh, you're in a white 
busted up van with a sleigh painted on the side. Yeah. Who everybody saw. Yeah. Like, right? Wasn't it parked in front of the church? It was parked in front of the church. Yeah, the entire congregation came out. <laughs> Harry hears Christmas music. Santa Claus is coming to town. At the Families and Friends Association. Yes, the FAFA. Fafa. The Fafa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to the Fafa tonight. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck is yeah, that? Place? Yes, I, I am. It's a, it's a, there's a party going on. It's like a community dance or something. Is that okay? At the All Fafa. Right. At the Fafa. Family and Friends Association. Harry with bits of plastic in his beard. Bits of plastic bag. It's your typical Christmas party scene. They spot Santa in the window. Yep. Harry's dancing outside. Creepy little doll. (laughs) You got a monkey on your back there. Oh my god, I know that guy too. That the uh the like bald headed guy. Yeah, I holy shit. I think he is you have to we've caught you. he's in I think he's in Breaking Bad as well as Ace Ventura. Oh really? Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. He oh maybe not. He looks familiar. I I'm gonna look it up. See if I'll check the uh, the Ace Ventura. I think it's amazing that Santa doesn't have any blood on him. Yeah, nothing splattered onto him. Yeah. And he just, he completely forgets that he committed triple murder. Yeah. And he's just like, Merry Christmas. It's fucking food and festivities. Fuck it. And children. Let's see what all right, so I guess the detectives are showing up at the church now. Mark Margolis. That's who I think that guy is. Okay. Check this out. I, I love how, like, people just invite, like, somebody dressed like Santa Claus It's a Christmas party, like, ah, oh, invite Santa Claus in. And I still feel like that would happen now. Yeah. Like, if it was, like, I don't know, like, you if they're, like, the VFW or something, like, or a firehouse was having a, a Christmas thing, and somebody just showed up as Santa Claus, they would just invite him in. That is him. Mark Margolis was in Christmas Evil. There you go. He was also... Phone man in Scarface. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he's also, uh, he plays uh, an aging drug lord. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but in uh, Breaking Bad. Yep. He was in Ace Ventura. Yep. He plays Mr. Shikadance, which is yep. Ace's uh, uh, landlord. Yeah. Yep. I, I, oh, he was in Hannibal. 
Oh, that woman, animal. As the perfume expert. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah. Little phone man. That's it. So Santa is now done. Except he has to take the children with him. But now, <laughs> I want you to remember to stay good boys and girls. Respect your mothers and fathers and do what they tell you. Obey your teachers and learn a whole lot. Now, if you do this, I'll make sure you get good presents from me every year. <laughs> He's a little unstable. You're bad yep. boys and girls. I'll cut your head off with a fucking hatchet. Your name <laughs> goes in the bad boys and girls book. And I'll bring you something horrible. That's very dark. Yeah. That little kid on the left in the suit and tie. Yeah, right? Ugh. So Harry's like, if you're good, I'll bring you great presents from here on out. And if you're bad, I'll bring you something horrible. And then just proceeds to laugh. Yeah. And everybody, everybody hip hip hoorays for Santa. Yeah. And that's it. Santa is out. Yep. Just spreading Christmas cheer in his <laughs> dirty old Off van. Off he goes in the van. <laughs> now, Dasher! Now, Dancer! Now, Prancer and Vixen! He's yelling out to the reindeer. Fun Cupid! Fun Donner and Britson! Now, dash away! Dash away! Dash away all! I get that schmuck Harry working for me tonight. <laughs> so unstable. Yeah. And he just remembered the guy, the fisherman guy at work. Yeah. He's got a ladder with him. Yep, has his extension ladder. Up to the rooftop, click, click, click. Now, Down that, through that, the chimney with crazy Harry. Is that the fisherman? I think that's the fisherman and the okay. fisherman's wife. Ah, the fisherman's wife. Yes. Fisherman and the fisherman's wife. We don't give characters names. Oh, is that what the rope's for on an extension ladder? Did you not know that? I always just extend it myself. Well, that's what I do too. It's, but uh, yeah, it's designed that you you just pull the pull the rope and it'll extend up for you. You oh. can extend it yourself, but then when it gets too high to extend yourself, that's what the rope is for. Obviously, uh, you have like a 24-foot extension ladder. It's 12 on the bottom, 12 on the top, and you're probably not reaching 12 feet. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. I helped a roofer at work extend his ladder. He was like, I don't have the Is that what you call it? Yes. he's like i don't have the rope he was like so he's like we'll extend it up as far as we can he was like then just hold the bottom of the ladder and i'm gonna climb up and i'll quick extend it up further i'm like okay (laughs) 
So Harry has now climbed to the roof. His extension ladder looked to be like a six-foot ladder, by the way. It yeah. didn't look like it was tall enough to get to a roof. Nope. But regardless, he climbs to the roof. He's on the chimney. Now, is he going in through the chimney? Yep, he's attempting, because he's fucking Santa Claus. I mean, he thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Everybody else knows that he's just batshit fucking crazy. He's like, oh, God, there's a fire in here. Yeah. So he's a little nervous about going down the chimney. Either he's a stuck... Is he... I think is he's he... stuck. I think he... Yeah. Because now he's punching the chimney. Yes. So he's lodged in the oh, chimney now. He's lodged. The look on his face is just sheer terror. <laughs> yeah. Like, Christ, I'm stuck in a chimney. <laughs> and it's freezing cold. There's so much plastic. <laughs> he's trying to suck it in. And he gets free. There we go. He's got his belt out. And he gets out of the chimney. Realizes that this is an impossibility. He's not going to try that again. Again, though, it's, it's it's such a genuine scene. Like, he's fucking crazy. And he's like, I'm Santa. I'm Santa. So I'll go through the chimney. And he gets fucking stuck. And he's like, oh, fuck. That's when he realizes that he's not Santa. Like, oh, God. All right. Maybe I should get off the fucking roof. That look of terror on his face. Yeah. Now to the ladder. Wow, that ladder is very stable. Look, it doesn't shake at all. It doesn't. He's He knows what he's doing. He's... Oof. So, dejected, Harry Harry just walks to the building, and he's like, all right, fuck it. I'll just go through this window. (laughs) Yeah, he'll have to settle for going in a different way. So much plastic. All the snow was fake, was shredded plastic. Look at it all over. All of it, yeah. It's ridiculous to think of that and then think of, like, I'm not super about the environment or anything, but it's one of those things. Hindsight, you know, you you know that plastic is not good for our environment, and here we are just fucking showering the ground with it. I highly doubt they picked all that up when they were done. No, they they got what they could. Yeah. So Harry is now broken into the basement. And this is still the fisherman's house, correct? Yes. The shanty? Yes, the shanty. All fishermen live in shanties. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's a rule. You have to. You must. You can't call yourself a fisherman if you don't live in a shanty. No. Or if you don't fish. Correct. Well, I mean, if you don't fish and you live in a shanty, you can still call yourself a fisherman. The shanty is really the... uh, The defining factor. uh, In being a fisherman. Yes. All right, so Harry's sneaking around the house, bumping into fucking everything. 
Yeah, he's not a very good cat burglar. No, he's not. But then again, he's just Santa Claus, so. Yeah. <laughs> he's not trying to burgle. He's not burgling. No. The Hamburglar. The Santa Burglar. So he finds the world's smallest Christmas tree because the fisherman has no Christmas spirit. Everybody lives in a very, very large house in this movie, too. Yeah. Well, he's got presents for him. And regardless of the shitbag that the fisherman is, he brings presents for the children. Oh, yes, the children. That has nothing to do with the fisherman. And they saw him. Now Harry must exact his revenge. Well, you saw me. I need to take your eyes now. <laughs> See no Christmas evil. They're sleeping with the light on, like full, like full force. Well, yeah, they're afraid of the dark. They're afraid of Harry. They're afraid of Harry in the dark. So Harry creeps into the master bedroom where the fisherman is in bed with his wife. Fisherman's burgling his wife. Yes. Some Bob Ross artwork on the wall back there. Don't sully the good name of Bob Ross like that. Well, look at it. It's like a, a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> All those happy trees. So Harry wakes him up. Merry Christmas, Greg. And he knows who he is right away. He, yeah, he goes, Harry? And he Harry. says, Merry Christmas, Greg. He smothers him <laughs> with the toy bag. And he smothers him with the toy bag. Right next to his wife. Who doesn't wake up. No. She's much like the mom in Nightmare on Elm Street, and she's fucking passed out in an alcoholic haze. <laughs> she's going to evaporate into the bed. <laughs> So the wife rolls over and Harry just kind of ducks down a little bit. Doesn't stop, doesn't stop smothering his co-worker. They have a Christmas tree in their bedroom. Yes, and Harry, being ever resourceful, takes the star off the tree. And slits his friend's throat. With the star. Now that woke the wife up. But she's not even screaming. He looks like she was. Is she 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 trying to scream? She's a mute. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that is. So Harry murders the husband. There we go. The wife was in shock. And then when she's able to come to her senses, she starts screaming bloody murder. Yeah. Literally. And it's back to the van for Harry. That's it. Harry flees the crime scene once again. So Harry has now murdered three people outside of a church in front of about 30 people, murdered somebody else in front of his wife, and left the bloody corpse in the house with his children. Yes. And now it's Christmas Day. Day. Somebody's getting an incredible Hulk. Hell yeah, and a globe. Yeah. And a typewriter. Looked like an, an electric typewriter. Oh, this is, now we're at uh, 
The brother's house. Yes, this is, yeah, Harry's brother. Here on Christmas Day. Something's wrong. They're watching... Uh, what is that? Do you I know? think that's Babes in Toyland. Oh, is that what it's it is? Uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Yep, Laurel and Hardy. Eat his breakfast. <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. Here with a live mini camera. So we've got a news bulletin on there. Oh, God. Fucking Geraldo. <laughs> It's the 70s this, Geraldo. The same guy doing this news broadcast is the same guy who was like, these retarded children at the state hospital need toys. Yeah, he's the only television personality in yep. town. And they're talking about the murder that Harry just committed. They're outside of the church. Yeah. That's all they can identify. Santa Claus. The brother looks familiar too. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He looks familiar, but not familiar enough to me. I keep thinking. Yeah, I, I can I'll picture look, him, but I can't. I'll look it up. All right. Uncle Harry told me that there's a Santa Claus. There has there to be a Santa are. Claus. Yeah. Jeffrey DeMoon. DeMoon? Uh, he's in the Green Mile. Uh, I wouldn't know him from there. He's in the Mist. You don't understand. Let's see. How could you understand? Dennis, turn that down. The Walking Dead? Yeah, I know him from The Walking Dead. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, Dale. Yep. Good old Dale. My brother's an emotional cripple. <laughs> That's an interesting way to refer to it. Yeah. Sorry I yelled at you. He was in The Hitcher, too. The blob. Yeah, I don't know. He's just, maybe it's just a familiar face to me. Yeah. Nothing that I see here is ringing a bell. He was in the Twilight Zone in the 80s. Yeah. All right, so Harry spent the night in the van. Yes, well, it can't go anywhere else. God, look at all of that plastic bag everywhere. Yeah. As it did say, all of the snow. Yes. So we're under the assumption that every single bit of snow you see is, is plastic just bag. shredded plastic bag. Foot of it outside. Harry shows up at the toy factory. No one's here, obviously. It's Christmas Day. And he decides to break some toys. <laughs> Breaks all of the fucking airplanes. Oh, come on, Harry. And starts up the assembly line. 
way we can get these snow globes and dump trucks and ray guns and airplanes going. I think how he's all sweaty. Yes. And the toys are just being dropped off the end of the assembly line and breaking. Harry Harry feels I'm assuming that it's it's him feeling that the toys are absolute garbage. Yeah. They got the Santa Claus lineup. Boy, that guy's seven feet tall. That is a huge Santa Claus. I wonder who played him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really tall Santa. That's a very, yeah. That is a large boy. That is a large, large Oh, it must Santa. be Bob Backlund. Must be. Can't be he was seven else. feet. At least. At least, yeah. All right, I'm going to see if they have a Christmas, like, Santa lineup. Yeah. So we've got Santa 1, Santa 2, Santa 3, Black Santa. I okay, see Black so Santa. So Santa 1. I don't know which... You know, maybe our is going to do some good after all. You mean give them They've got the fisherman's family down at the police station. They won't think everything's coming to them so easy. They're bad? Santa will get them. You're a real philosopher. You know that, uh, Gleason? Got me? Rilla. Any luck? They knew Santa was coming last night. Their mother told us. I can't figure out the connection between Stoller and the three victims outside the church. Santa's hit list is goddamn selective. You mean gift list? No. He's making nothing this. Checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or No, no, it wasn't any of these Santa Claus. His suit had dark fur. His suit had dark fur. Which I feel like, I don't know, you're bringing in Santa's for questioning. Wouldn't wouldn't the eyewitness, like, if they're like, nope, he wasn't, like, that's not. Like right away, wouldn't you just throw them those Santas out? Like, yeah. Like, okay, well, it's not that Santa. Right. Harry. All right, so Harry's calling his brother. Jackie, get off the line. It's for me. Is it about Harry? <laughs> get off the phone. <laughs> his wife is listening in on the other line. It's it is Harry, and she's like, "Is it about Harry?" <laughs> I waited all day to hear from you. I'm sick to my stomach. Phil, you should be proud of me. Why? Did what you've always wanted me to do. I finally found the right notes. I can play the tune now. Tune. Oh, he's talking about his tune uh, again. Playing the tune. It's my version. It works. <laughs> Harry, I'm sorry. Don't want to tell me where you are. Don't tell me. But when you do come over here, we're gonna have this out once and for all. You see, the difference between us was. I always remember everything. What, what don't I remember? Just tell me what... No, so, no, you're not going to make me feel guilty. No, Harry, no. Harry's just no, talking no. to his brother about... I read a poem once that said, Every day you shave, you see yourself one day closer to dying. <laughs> <laughs> Every day you shave, you see yourself one day closer to dying. So, yeah. Harry, Harry's on the phone with his brother just talking nonsense. 
talks about playing the tune, finding the right notes. I did what you always wanted. I've always remembered. You forgot. Yeah. The brother's confused as fuck. Well, yeah, I don't blame him. Harry gets back in his murder mobile. So now it's Christmas night. Yes. He's pretending that he has reindeer. He's driving a little fast. Huh. I think he just crashed into a snowbank. Yeah, not a bad park job. I mean... And Harry is stuck in the plastic. Snow. Stuck in the snow, sorry. Stuck in the plastic snow. (laughs) So what do we do? We grab some rope. (laughs) Oh, the sack. Harry grabs his sack. He does. He's got a big one. Wow. Look at at all those. those, The blow molds. Yeah. And they're bright. Yeah. Like LEDs in there. Yeah. This is why it took him years to get all this stuff. Yeah. And they're all the same, too. Yeah. Must have bought them out at every fucking store. Yeah, it's all the the sleigh and reindeer and then the snowmen. Yep. And then further up is Santa holding the the sack. Mm. I have to put new bulbs in my blow molds. Oh. I have I have three candles and then I have an old Santa and a snowman from like the fucking fifties. Yeah, that's not the Santa from when we were kids, is it? No, 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 no. the The Santa that I have is actually from my grandmother. It's from when my mother was a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was like going through her attic one day, and she was like, "I'm not going to use these." She's like, "Do you want them?" I was like, "Yeah, they look great." Mm-hmm. They were really, really beat up, and I repainted them and everything, and now I just got to work on the wiring. Yeah. So many blow molds. They're so cool. I love those stupid things. Yeah. They're so gaudy, but I don't know. know. I just, I like them. Yeah. So he's just like wandering around this place. They're uh, they're worth a lot of money. They are. They're really, if you try to like buy them, like... (laughs) Now, like an old one from like 1985 or a whatever. few hundred dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Santa, your suit's dirty. <laughs> so Santa's walking around like this apartment complex. I don't even know, like courtyard in the ghetto. <laughs> and there's a bunch of parents that recognize. I bet. Crazy Santa. Yeah, I don't know if they were at the church or something, but they seem to know there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Something's up with this Santa, and the children love him. And Santa's, give Harry, is giving them presents out of the sack. Yeah. All while just staying eyes locked on the parents. He's draining his sack all over the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and Dad's got a switchblade. One of the Dad pulls out this fucking switchblade for the love of God. Look at the fur on that suit. But the kids. And the children are all around Santa. 
He's going to gut Santa with the kids there. That's it. He said, I don't need no help. Come any closer. Oh, it's a great scene. Yeah. People in the apartment complex now coming out on the balcony. Yeah. Move away from them. They want someone to notice who's good or bad. Someone to guide them. Someone to take responsibility so they don't have to make those decisions themselves. I said get away from them or I'll rip your guts out. Wow. Now the little girl starts attacking her father. The kids are trying to protect Santa. And he throws the throws the switchblade down. The daughter picks up the switchblade. The husband throws his wife on the ground. This husband's a maniac. <laughs> He's crazier than Santa. No, no, Daddy, I won't, I won't. No, no, Daddy, I won't, I won't. And she's going to pull a Nathaniel Wolf. Oh, and she runs and she gives the switchblade to Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa holds it maniacally and now runs. And naturally, he tries to attack the father. <laughs> but he drops it and then runs he, away. He drops it, attacks, throws the other dad to the ground, and the wife takes her brooch and stabs him in the face. I guess that's what happened. Oh, and, and now we have a lynch mob. The universal mob is going to come okay, out. Okay, so here's here's the whole Frankenstein thing, I guess. <laughs> this is the only thing that's like Frankenstein. So now watching it and with what he had said about like, oh, I, I look at it more like a Frankenstein, is that this monster is created, but the monster only wants to do good. And the actual bad stuff in the movie is humanity. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, so you realize that it's really the human race that are the monsters. Harry's not really... Like, the Frankenstein monster wasn't really a monster. He was misunderstood. The human beings. Yes. And Harry's misunderstood as well. So I could see it in that sense. Yeah. It's definitely not a slasher movie. No. So the entire the entire apartment complex have their fucking flaming torches. <laughs> torches. Wooden, yeah, wooden rods with rags wrapped around them, soaked in I don't know whatever kerosene or you know gas. Yeah. And they're just running through the town with their fucking torches ablaze, like it's Frankenstein or Beauty and the Beast or something. Yeah. And Harry just running for his life, ducking into alleys, trying to stay away <laughs> from an angry, vengeful mob. The angry mob bearing their torches, chasing down Santa Claus. <laughs> Harry's having a mental breakdown. He's crying. He's He's terrified. Which, again, that whole Frankenstein scenario that, like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, all I want to do is just do good. Like, I'm yeah. trying to be a good person. And the mob comes around the corner in the background. <laughs> Get him. I see him. He's defenseless. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so they chase Harry down. Harry runs down the road past all of the blow molds that we were talking about. Busts Let's... his ass. 
<laughs> loses his hair. Oh, well, I was quick to put that back on. Yeah. I bet you that wasn't supposed to happen. Probably not. And yeah. they were like, just just keep going. Just roll with it. Yeah. Well, Harry gets in his van, but he's still stuck in the snow. Plastic. Still stuck, stuck in, in the, the plastic. plastic. And Harry tears off in his van. Almost hits the people. Almost does, yeah. And they just keep chasing. I don't know what they're going to do. You, you can't outrun a vehicle. They're slipping and falling. <laughs> said Harry just drives. Harry has escaped the mob. And now I think he's at his brother's house. Yes, I believe that's it. He's in a panic. There's blood on his arm. Yeah, now he's, he has blood on him. He's dirty and disheveled. His, his suit is ripped. God, I knew it was you. His brother answers the door and realizes, oh my God, Harry's the one who's killing people. Harry's the crazy Santa, so I'm going to bring him in. They rejected his tune. How do those kids know it's Harry? Yeah, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I don't think I would know. Wrecked all our lives. I wanted to give people what they wanted, what they said they wanted. But they don't want Santa Claus. I don't understand. They don't want me. You're insane. You're in <laughs> I wanted to give you people what they wanted, but they don't want Santa Claus. They don't want me. You're insane, Harry. <laughs> didn't want Santa Claus. I wanted all my life to prove to you that you were wrong. Me? You're blaming me? I was six years old. You never <laughs> did believe in me. <laughs> you you're you're blaming me? I was six years old. Yeah, you're blaming me for something that happened when we were six? Six years old. You are blaming me for all the horrible things you've done because of something I said when I was six years old. That's a great. That's that's a great back and forth. Yeah. You're blaming me for all the horrible things you've done over something I said when I was six years old. So was Harry, Harry's brother then must have been the one who saw Santa and their mom. You think? And then he went and told Harry. Okay. Because he's saying like No, 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 no. Because the way that it was, all right, so let's pause so we could just talk about that for a second. So first off, Harry's brother just murdered Harry. He just strangled him. <laughs> um, not, so that, that just happened. But when, when they went upstairs into, into bed after Santa went up the chimney, they're laying in bed and his brother says, his brother says, Santa's not real. That was dad. Oh, okay. And Harry's like, no, it's not. And he was like, yes, it was. He's like, how do you know? He was like, I just know Santa's not real. So that's what Harry's dragging around. And he says, he's like, you never believed in me. And, and he says, you're, you're, you're doing this over something I said when we were six. Right. Like I didn't believe in Santa Claus when I was six years old. So you're 
killing people to what, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and that's when, you know, Harry ended up seeing what he saw between, I don't know, Santa and his mom or his mom and dad. I, I don't know. You still don't know who Santa was back in 1947. If right. it was actually Santa Claus. Yep. Which would make sense because he came down and up the chimney. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's uh, let's play. Uh, sorry, we we had paused. We were paused at one twenty eight twenty three. So we're gonna hit play at one twenty eight twenty three now. Yep, and we're in the the final bend here. Yes, that's it. We've only got a couple minutes left. So gonna give Harry the Heimlich. That's it. Harry's brother. I can't remember his name. Um, Larry. Larry. Larry drags Harry. Harry's dead body outside just shuffles him outside and looks around drags him down the front steps he's just gonna offer him up to the mob that's it he's here <laughs> i've stopped him the children look out the window and they, they see their father kill their uncle who's dressed as santa and he's going that's, to put him in the front seat of the van. That's not traumatizing at all. No. So that's it. He puts him back in his van. And Harry is still alive. Yes, and there we go. Harry's eyes open. So his brother thought that he killed him, but yeah, he didn't. Just incapacitated him. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry just punches and him. In the Harry face. just punches his brother and tears off in his rape sleigh. And the brother. The brother runs after him as well. <laughs> so now Harry's off again. And he sees another house. Oh, the mob. So the mob has not stopped looking for Harry. They've just been running the streets with their torches. And Harry just drives through the mob, crashes his fucking van off the edge of something. The brother off the falls edge. off of a edge. I don't know where his brother went. Into a garbage dump. Yes. And Harry's van starts flying. <laughs> the Christmas rape sleigh starts flying. Harry's Yeah, Harry's van does not fall off into the water. It nope. takes off into the sky. Merry Christmas to all. And you hear, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. As he flies towards the moon. And, and the movie's the movie over. And that's it. <laughs> so, obviously, nobody would expect that, you know, it's the, the power of magic and the power of belief and all that stuff that, that Harry is actually Santa Claus. Yeah, it turns out he was Santa. I don't know if he was real Santa the whole time. No, I think it's like kind of at the end. I, I don't know. It's It's weird, but it's that... I don't know, like that that do-good belief and, you know, like... If you kill enough people, you will you, be Santa Claus. Correct. If you believe hard enough and you murder just the right amount of people outside of a church, 
you too can become Santa Claus. <laughs> now, obviously, when we watched it and we watched the car crash, I expected it to go over an edge, like over the ledge and crash and explode or something and mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's it. Harry dies. Right. Nope. Nope. He Harry, flies away. He flies away. And Harry is Santa Claus. <laughs> so that's Christmas evil. Um, I like it. I could watch it every year as a Christmas classic to me. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's not a good movie. It's not great. It's enjoyable. It I, is. I would and say it has some enjoyable. good messages. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and I'm a sucker for those. I, I like the, that, that late seventies, early eighties kind of films. Yep. So do I. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a fun fucking movie. Um, it's de- if you're into horror, obviously, if you're listening to this stupid podcast then you're probably into horror, um, it's, it is so worth the watch and it is, it's so worth putting it in your, uh, but in your regular, yes. In your regular, butt. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely worth putting in your regular holiday spin. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything to close on. No, me either. It's just take it for what it is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to catch us next week. Save horror time.